welcome to episode 38 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Understand what is the goal of your show, why you are going live, what actually you are looking to gain from that. Don't think that you can waste the time or abuse the time of your community just because you want. Going live without a reasoning, without a specific goal, it's just waste of your time and waste of your community time. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson-Gray, and in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by Daniel Mayer, the CEO and co-founder of BeLive, which is a live video streaming tool. And this is another one of those live video tool showcases. So I can't wait to show you more about BeLive and interview Daniel. But first... Looks like it's time for something completely BT. I want to go live with BeLive. I want to stream to Facebook Live. I want my audience to arrive on my live stream on YouTube Live. I want to go live with BeLive. It makes me feel so very alive. I'll give my audience a high five on my live stream on Facebook Live. I want to go live with BeLive. I want to stream to Facebook Live. I want my audience to arrive with the wonders of Be Live. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast. With Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, it's the Confident Live Marketing Show. My name's Ian Anderson Gray. This is episode 38. I can't believe I got up to episode 38. Today, I've got Daniel Mayer on to talk about BeLive. It's another one of my live video streaming tool showcases. But first, it's time to introduce our sponsor of the show, which today is Content 10X. Content 10X are experts in content repurposing and provide a full end-to-end repurposing service. So one of the great things about live video, one of the reasons I love live video is once you've sorted out the tech and the confidence and you know what you're going to be talking about, you planned it out, you go live and you created a piece of content really quickly and easily. And then you can take that and explode it across the interwebs in a plethora of different content with content repurposing. So Content 10X will take that one piece of content and repurpose it to explode across the internet in a plethora of different types of content, whether it's blog posts, podcasts, social media images, and other videos. So if you want to find out more about their service, or if you want to know how to do it yourself, they've got an amazing blog podcast and now a book. If you just go to content10x.com, you can find out all about that, which is great. So and I thank you, Content10x and Amy, the rest of the team for sponsoring this show. Just go to content10x.com. (laughs) 
So I'm excited to have Daniel Mayer on the show today. Daniel is the co-founder and CEO of BeLive, a live streaming platform that helps business owners easily produce professional live shows to boost their business. He built BeLive from a two-man team to a global team of 30 people in five countries while building a community of BeLivers currently 10,000 strong. Daniel, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you. So great to have you here, Ian. Just like um, one uh, one correction, currently the Belivers is 11 already. So uh, we celebrate 11,000 Belivers uh, last week. So oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So so this is, I'm going to have to change that now. It's hot <laughs> off the press. It's now 11. Wow, that's amazing. That's fab. Well, I'm really excited to to find out more about about the, the journey, your live video journey, your, your journey in creating this tool and, and over the years, but also about, about live video. But before that, I think it's time to find out a little bit more about you. And this is time for a little quiz. We do this every week. It's the Confident Live Quiz. So uh, these are really simple questions just basically to find out a little bit more about you. Are you ready? I'm ready than ever. What you need to say is you were born ready. Let's do this. Okay, so first question. What is your favorite type of food? Ooh, Asian food for sure. Ooh, can you be a bit more specific? What type of Asian food? Oh, everything. Everything, 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 really. Everything. As long as you have like um, lots of spices, I like it. So that's why I was choosing like Asian food. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm a massive Asian food fan. I, I particularly love Indian food. Uh, yeah, a bit of Chinese, Indonesian, Vietnamese. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit like you. <laughs> Loads of it. Yeah, as long as it's got some flavor, which is great. Okay. I'm interested in this one. I, I ask everyone this question every week and we get different responses. So... If you had to choose Mac or PC, what would it be? PC, sure. Ooh, excellent. We've got a PC user in the house. That's great. It seems <laughs> <laughs> It seems the last few have been definitely Mac. You know, you know what the Mac users are like. It's like absolutely Mac and and uh, and then we've had a few boths recently, Mac and PC. So it's good to have a PC user. Yeah, yeah. I think that like, you know, as long as um, you'll see there is a huge correlation between where you're located um, and to answer to that question. So yes. I guess as long as you will have uh, more guests from uh, Europe, uh, from Asia, um, you will get much more answers about like a PC. As long as you will start um, interviewing guys from uh, US and Canada, you'll yes. find that the majority are using Macs. That's a really good point, actually. So actually most of our guests most of my guests have been from the UK or the US. And so I think that figures. Right. So the next question is your favorite kind of music. Whoa. Now you put me in, um, <laughs> in a really, really, really problem. So um, in general, it will be around electronic. Um, but every day we're like, I'm opening uh, the YouTube music. They have like the personal uh, playlist and I'm just playing that in the office. Oh, very good. So you're broadening your horizons. You're, you're listening to different stuff. Of course. Excellent. Of course. No, that's good. Well, a lot of people are very narrow, have a very narrow kind of uh, focus in terms of their music. So that's cool. What kind of electronic music? When you say electronic music, what would you what do you mean by that? All over the place. Yeah. It could be like um, Infected Mushroom, another like a great, 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 great brand from uh, from Israel. Um, and then we can speak about like um, Avicii and all the other oh, stuff. Oh, cool. I love so, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I love trance music, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Okay, so if you had, this is the next question. If you had to choose between a, a banana and a Krispy Kreme donut, which one would it be? 
currently it will be banana. Um, really easy because of diet. Um, but um, if you were asking me that question like a month ago, so for sure, for sure. The second <laughs> it's just a matter of the day. Um, yeah, it's a hard one. That we've had quite a few people recently who said neither because they despise bananas and Krispy Kreme donuts, which is interesting. So you never know. Okay, next question. Your favorite kids TV program? Whoa. Um, what a question. I guess like uh, Ninja Turtles. Ah, cool. Yeah. I never watched those. I think they were, I'm just going to show my age, but I think it came when it was a little bit older and I was, I was a bit too old for that. But yeah, that's good. Okay. This is going to be an interesting one. So your next question is your favorite classical composer. Ooh. That's a good question. Um... I guess like Beethoven or something like that. Um, but in short, I really like listening to that music. In general, like um, also opera music, all those kind of stuff. Really helpful for coming down and relaxing. So yeah, for sure. Chilling out, yeah, it's, it's definitely good for that. I, we have classical music in the house at dinner time. It soothes the kids. What's your fav? About myself, I, I'm a Bach fan. Bach fan, got it. Definitely. Okay, there's one more question. This is gonna be interesting. Or your favorite app? Ooh, now you put me in trouble. So of course, it's BeLife. Um, but the second one, uh, my second fav app, I guess, it will be around Uber. Or like, um, we have like in Israel, it's called like Get Taxi. Um, yeah. Why I'm choosing that? Because all the times you're using that app, you're getting to your goal. I mean, you're getting what you were looking to have. Um, it's answering all your needs um, in the most simplest way and taking you from A to B in the fastest way without needing, you know, to negotiate about pricing. So smooth, the most smoothest flow you can ever think of. So for sure, when it comes to productivity or like fixing a problem that we had like five years ago or 10 years ago. So that's something that's really solving a huge, huge, huge problem for us. That's awesome. Yeah, it's one of those disruptive technologies that's come and, you know, these these taxi apps have definitely changed things. Well, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Daniel. That's, that's great to, to find out a little bit more about you. So let's get into BeLive and your journey. So you mentioned that BeLive's been around for, for, for three years, I think you three said. Three years, right. Three, three years, yeah. So how did BeLive as a company start? How did you come up with the idea of setting up a live video tool? Because this was when Facebook Live was, was just out. It was a new thing tell us a little bit more about that so um as i was like um as i was mentioning in the beginning innovation it's something that really 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 excited me and i was always 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 looking to find new solutions for old problems or new problems in my experience i'm a co-founder of like several startups and one day i was going to a concert and then it was something like um, seven years ago or something like that, I guess. And then like in any other concert those days, you will see like a bunch of guys standing, putting their mobile phones and recording that event, right? Like thousands of people that holding their phones and recording a specific event. And I was looking at that and thinking to myself, what a waste of time. What a waste of data. What a waste of time that nobody, nobody will watch those videos. Nobody will care after they will stop recording about those videos. So can we do something much more smart? Maybe collaboration? Maybe let's do it in live or so? Why not? So I was approaching uh, my co-founder and CTO, Zafri, and I was telling him, Zaf, we have to make it. We'll take all those streams 
and we will create a collaboration. How? We'll have like a producer, let's say a producer in the cloud that will get all those streams and basically will produce one show. That means that like 100 people, 1,000 people can connect to one producer and sending all those streams. So that's basically was the idea that we had like seven years ago. We were starting to develop it. It was called Ovid. Ovid.com, you can go and search for it. It's still there. We were running some events. Um, long story short, we did something like 150 shows in one and a half year, I guess, also. But you can understand from the number. I mean, 150 shows, it's not something that justify company, right? It's not something that justify any, any business, basically. And then after one and a half year, Zuckerberg was standing in the stage and were releasing the Facebook Live API. It was around May 2016, if I remember correctly. And then we took um, the decision, we have to pivot here. We have like a great live platform. We had a great social network that currently suggesting us to connect. So why not? One month after, we are basically launching BeLife, connecting our great platforms that we had to Facebook. And, you know, since then, everything was starting. Did you say a month? Yeah, a month. So this was the precursor to BeLive. You had some of the technology there already, right. you had the video element of it and you had the producer element. So what was the bit, the technology that you integrated in a month? Was that the, the social, the Facebook integration? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, we were talking about that, about going live uh, directly in Facebook. That was like the first phase. And then around October 16, we launched our first feature, presenting the comments on screen. As I remember, we were the first one to release that feature. Of course, that, you know, since then, everybody is doing that. But it was something really unique to be live. And that was something that support our growth at the beginning. Because like the audience were asking the show host, how you are doing that? How you're doing that magic, how you're presenting that comment on screen. And the only answer in the room was be live. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was something that was really powerful for us, you know, to gain a great, great, great growth at the beginning and was supporting us. Yeah. We can look back at 2016 and forget these things that at the time, BeLive was totally innovating. It was disrupting. You talked about Uber earlier. Well, I think that BeLive was disrupting the live video space. And, right. you know, there were no other tools that were integrating with the Facebook API to, to allow comments on the screen. And even today, yes, you're right. I think a lot more tools out there are, are doing that. They're integrating, but there's still quite a few that don't. I mean, you know, there's OBS Studio, you know, and at the time when I, when I was writing about live video, one of the only ways to go live to, to Facebook Live was to use OBS Studio, which right. is a really... Yeah, I mean, I I, just, I love bits about it, but I want to pull my hair out with other bits of it because it is complicated to use. And it still today does not integrate with, with comments. And one of the most powerful things about live video is that audience participation. You know, you can add the comments on the screen. And, and not only that, with BeLive, it actually showed the photo, the image of that person. And people right. love that. Right. I think that it's like related, you know, to the core values um, of the founders. Like what you're looking to present there, what is the tools that you're looking to be there? I guess that once um, OBS guys were sitting in the room and asking themselves the question, what we are looking to build there, the answer was transferring pixels over the internet. Yeah, we are looking to transfer video in a great quality to take everything. I mean, to take care about all the video components to make sure that our users will have like any feature in the world. Lots of the times I'm calling um, OBS the Excel for live for live shows. Why? Because you have 
any option you can think of, but just starting to adjust it and to modify it will take you ages. And you have so many options that in the end of the day, um, the average user need like five features on top of that. Nobody need those 100 adjustments and you know all those um, all those features. And we build BeLive from the very first moment as a platform for engaging with your communities. That is the purpose. It's not the purpose of like transferring pixels um, over the internet. We think that's pretty boring. Let's agree. Live is something that we're starting 13 years ago. I mean, live on over the internet using mobile phones. Um, my co-founder had quick application on his Nokia device, and he was going live from that 13 years ago. On his YouTube channel, you can find the evidence for that. So... Nothing new here. We are not talking about like um, a new technology that were arriving to our life um, three years ago or five years ago or something like that. It's not a challenge anymore, as we can see. But the challenge, of course, those days is to gain the engagement, is to stand out in the newsfeed, to stand out in YouTube search or in YouTube in general, that your audience will see something unique they will want to click on that and you will have a conversion and you will have like viewers um, that will view and will engage uh, with your show. And again, yeah, that's for sure like the main goal of BeLive. Yeah, and the fact that it was just so easy to use. So yes, it definitely there was the, the engagement side of things. But the other thing is it works within the browser. So you just go to the website and you create your show that way and you don't have to worry about stream keys and all this kind of other stuff, you know, right. and it's, it's just so so easy to easy to use. And you're right, yeah, live video has been around for, for ages. But I wonder whether, you know, in 2016, Facebook Live came out. People had fast internet and, and decent mobile phones and they had better computers. And so it was it was a good time for, for Facebook Live to, to come out with a live product because we could all do it, you know, without worrying about the technology. And certainly going back to OBS Studio, one of the big problems that a lot of people had, and, and this is interesting, I mean, in a way, I, I loved OBS Studio because I created my first course on OBS Studio and I, I was able to sell it because OBS Studio was really difficult to use. And so that was good for me, but it wasn't good for everyone else. And and obviously with BeLive, it's, it was just, you know, you just load it up and, and it's very quick and easy. So I think you've kind of answered this question, which is why live video? You've mentioned about the engagement, but why do you think businesses and entrepreneurs should use live video as opposed to pre-recorded video or other types of content? Because for a lot of people still today, it takes a lot of energy. It, it, it's still quite a scary thing for a lot of people. So I think that the, the words that we are looking to have here is authentic. And authentic is like um, the answer for everything that you are asking. Business owners, they have like the business goal. They're looking to collect more leads. They're looking to have more sales. They're looking to drive more engagement to their community. They're looking to show their audience that we care about you. The most easiest way currently to provide that sentiment of authentic is just using live. Yeah. Um, let's agree that like um, once you are like posting a photo or posting a pre-record video that you are editing and polishing um, for 1,000 times over a week or so, it won't be authentic. Maybe it will have the messaging of your business. Maybe you will be able to stand out in the newsfeed. But people, humans, they care about authentic. They are looking to see you in your good times, in your hard times, when it's look like the plan, when it's not looks like the plan. They want to bring you some empathy and to show that they care at the end of the day. How they will be able to provide you those kind of uh, great sentiments? Just by 
feeling the authentic from your side. And as a business owner, I think that it's something that's really important for us that once we are doing something authentic, that that's how our community will judge us and will get our messaging. Because yeah, we are using lots of ads, you're doing lots of commercial um, to your business, And that's something that a lot of the time it's very hard for people to connect with. Maybe it's cool for, you know, driving new users or something like that. But when it comes to help your community, to grow your own community, to drive more sales from there, I guess that authentic is something that really, really, really missing those days. And that's why we're expecting to see like a great growth even around uh, 2020. I love that. And that goes together really nicely with last week's episode. We had Jenny Flintoft on the show and she was talking basically the same kind of thing as what you just said. You know, empathy is such an important emotion. And also a lot of audiences out there are fed up with the slick marketing that all these businesses pump out. So actually being real and showing the times when things aren't going quite so well. And I've always wanted to try and do that in in this show. I've tried to talk about the mistakes that I've made and, and when things aren't going well. And because Otherwise, it just shows a very um, one-sided view of of me as an individual. And also, if you're a business, it's people aren't going to trust you as as much as if you actually show all aspects of yourself. So I thank you for sharing that. So I mentioned that with live video, one of the things that really stops people from doing it is really that confidence of getting in front of the camera, the mindset. Mm -hmm. And now, not only are you asking people to get in front of the camera, you're asking them to be authentic and share stuff. You know, have you got any tips on on how to do that? And also, do you still get nervous with live video? Um, a little bit, I guess. A little bit. I think that it's really natural to have those feelings always before you're uh, before you're going live. And let's just understand it. It's like going and stepping into a stage that you don't know the size of the audience that you will face with. You don't know the reactions um, of those audience. You don't know basically anything. You are speaking at the first very moment to the darkness. Then yes, you have like the count of like um, the viewers and you are getting some comments that helping you to have some relief. Um, But in the very first moment, you are speaking to the unknown. And I guess that's something that like affecting us somehow. But another thing that we have to remember, the fear of speaking to a crowd is like the most common fear in the world, is like the first one. We are not talking about like I'm um, taking flights, elevators, spiders. We are speaking about speaking to a crowd. That's the number one fear in the world. So I guess there is correlation between that and people that looking um, to go live. But anyhow... After your first live show, you're getting um, so, so much exciting, so great sentiment and energies that you are just asking yourself, when is my next show? And yeah, (laughs) five seconds before your next show, you will ask yourself the question, why? But then it will be live and everything will be so cool and great. So I guess it's something that you're just doing and doing and doing and doing till it's so natural for you and you're feeling great doing that. So my, uh, my two cents here, Keep doing that. Keep doing that till the moment that it will be easy peasy for you. But also there, you'll see that five seconds before you, you're getting those, um, those sentiments. But we are humans. It's okay. That's so important to say. We're all, I still get those, I would yeah. de- describe them butterflies in my tummy before I go live. I, get, I still get nervous. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And I had this experience as a singer, trained professionally as a singer, and I kept on doing these concerts, performing in front of people. And before each one, I would always think, why on earth did I agree to do this? I was feeling so nervous. And then I did it. And at the end of it, I thought, wow, that was amazing. When's the next one? Exactly what you say. Uh, And then the next time I did it, I felt nervous. 
and the same thing happened. But every time I did it, I felt a little bit less nervous. And I think it's the same thing when you do live videos as well. We've got Mel Bridger on watching. A big hello to you. Mel's a good friend of mine. She's just started using BeLive. Kudos. Fabulous. So let, let us know what your experience has been with BeLive and uh, what you're wanting to do. Because I know live video is going to be a great a great platform for you, Mel, in what you do. She's in the fitness industry. So I think that's going to be absolutely fab. So BeLive really exploded. I mean, I remember when it came out and, and the mm -hmm. popularity has been amazing. Did that uptake surprise you? And what's been the most fun thing to have happened since you launched it? Right. So um, I can say that it was surprising. You know, that was the goal. Uh, <laughs> successful. We have to have as many users as we can that will start using our platform. Uh, we are building it for the mass. We are not building it for ourselves or, you know, for 10 guys or hundreds even. So, of course, that once it was happening, it was just like another clue for us. You are going in the right direction. Keep doing that. So it was like the first evidence that everything went well. Keep doing your magic. So that's like... um. The first thing we were like, you know, understanding by the beginning. And I have to say that I guess that because we were like um, the first one who were promoting and successfully building and launching those features, we're gaining so much traction. You can consider that, um, I don't know, like 50 years ago, 60 years ago, when you have um, only one channel, the commercial uh, TV, then of course that, you know, like 90% of like the viewers were watching that. And those days to get 90% viewership on any channel in the world, it will be like, you know, it, it's not something that's happening. So of course that I guess that it's really tight to the timing that we have launching BeLive like one month after um, they're launching um, the Facebook um, API. And that was something that for sure were really supporting us. But on top of that, I guess that the understanding Zafrir and myself are bringing to the table about uh, social applications, about humans, about how you're looking to interact, how you're looking to engage, uh, what is like a simple product, how you are building something like that. I guess that that was something really valuable to once our users were watching that, for them, it was like just a magic. Because like you said, the previous platforms were OBS. So running from OBS to BeLive, it's like running from um, a horse to a Rolls Royce, basically. It's like the best compares that I can bring um, right now. So I hope that it's answering your question. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't a surprise because... That's what you wanted to happen. That was right. the intention. You were being strategic, which Absolutely. which is, if you're in business, that's what you need to be doing. You know, success should not be a surprise. What's the most fun thing that's happened since you launched it? You know, have you had like, I don't know, like really cool people using it, companies using it? Has that been kind of surprising to you? Wow. Yeah, and now you're asking me a question that we'll need to create like a research for the upcoming months or so to, <laughs> to see like all the great brands um, that were using and used BeLive, currently using it. I mean, I don't want to mention any, any company because I guess that I will, um, I will forget some of them. One of our first show, it was from uh, Red Bull. So Red Bull were using us at the beginning and they were creating like um, a great show from England with two rappers in a club or so. So we were like, okay, you know, Red Bull looking to use BeLive. Okay, two rappers in a club. How many audience they will bring? You know, well, what will be like, how many viewerships they will have? Two seconds after they start the show, it was like 10K 
The second after it was 15K. 15K concurrent views. I'm not sure whom from our audience, your audience in the world uh, was like um, having 15K concurrent viewers on his show. <laughs> but that was amazing. You know, just watching the comments getting into the studio, it was something that human can't read. I mean, it was so fast, so many comments, so much engagement. And yeah, that was like um, a fun and great moment for us, you know, just watching the magic that we created, how other guys are using it and what kind of uh, results um, they're getting by, by doing that. So I guess that, um, that was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, it must have been so exciting seeing all these companies using that. And also from a, from a tech point of view, you know, it's difficult to test a live show with one or 2,000, you know, 10,000 concurrent viewers with the comments, you know. And so actually, that would have been a time when you were thinking, is BeLive going to break, you know, with all these comments? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, it's the first days. Um, that means that we are tracking every show that somebody is doing on our platform. And it was like the other guys were creating shows with like 10 concurrent viewers, five concurrent viewers, 100 concurrent viewers. But we never had that kind of, let's say, uh, stress test to our platform. But it was like a live stress test. It was going well. So this is not an advert for BeLive. I mean, I've got Daniel on because we wanted to go through all the live video tools out there. One of the things that I've always been so impressed with BeLive is the customer service. Whenever I've had a, had an issue, and usually it's me, you know, there have been bugs in BeLive occasionally, but most of the time it's me, it's my problem. And so I contact customer support and I get, I get messaged back within minutes, which is completely right. nuts. Right. The average is um, basically three minutes for answering a client. So it's a question that we're asking ourselves from the very first moment. And again, once it was just uh, Zafri and myself in the room, two founders in the room, it's really easy because you are doing everything. You're doing the marketing, you're doing the customer support, you're doing development, you're doing the product, whatever. Whatever it takes, you will do that, right? So at the beginning, I'm like the, the supporter. And like um, every time you have an issue, contact me, I will fix it for you everybody will be happy. Great. But then your company is growing um, in a week from five users or so to 100 users. Or so. And then your mailbox is starting to be full with requests and with people that just want to, you know, get some attention, asking the questions, want to know what is live. I mean, it was like the questions that we got at the beginning was more about um, why to use live. Why do I need that? How do I do that? I was never doing live in, in my past. So Lots of gaps of knowledge that we were needing to fulfill that I guess at those days, you know, it's nobody asking or like the, the majority of the people are not asking questions about that. But we realized very, very fast that because we are like doing live shows, that means that we need to, to have 24-7 support that no matter when you need it, we will be there for you. You don't need to wait for us. You have um, the stress because you're going live and you want everything to work for you. So we will be there. Always, no matter what the time is, no matter what the day is. And since October 2017, we are working in 24-7 shift in our support team. And that's the moment to thank to our support team that doing really, really, really great, great work, hard and great work, and lots of kudos to them. That's awesome. And it's also good for you because presumably since then, you've had a little bit of sleep <laughs> at the beginning. It's just, you know, it's just... Um, <laughs> the responsibilities yeah. is just replacing. Yeah. Um, it's not like, um, okay, now I'm not uh, the support. You will have much more time for it. No, 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 it's not. Uh, because then you need to deal with the sales. Then you need yeah. to, to deal with the product. Then you need to deal with... 
every time, I mean, scaling your team, uh, we were like two, two founders in the room. And as you were mentioning at the beginning of the show, currently we're like 30 people in BeLive in five different countries. You need to manage that kind of operation. So yeah, lots of, um, lots of new things. And every time you're delegating some of the responsibilities because you don't have any other option. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard work. It sounds like a, an amazing job. Mel's got back to us and she says, so this is her experience with BeLive. She says, it's been great. I do a weekly roundup with my students in my private Facebook group because BeLive does allow you to, to stream to, to Facebook groups as well. I download the video and upload to YouTube. I download the audio for a podcast. So she's doing a very similar thing to what I'm doing, doing one live show and then making it into lots of different types of content, which is cool. So Daniel, if you had to describe I was going to ask you to describe BeLive in a tweet. And although we've now got 280 characters, that still might not be quite enough. But if you could describe BeLive to somebody who's not come across it before in a very short sentence or two, what would you say? So um, for sure, BeLive is like um, the best platform for engaging uh, with your community. When it comes to SMBs, there is not lots of opportunities those days uh, for standing out and BeLive providing that kind of opportunity to you. The times that you're spending in BeLive, that's the exactly times that you're like going live. You don't need to make like preparations before or after. You're going live, you're speaking with your audience, you're engaging with them and you're getting the results in real time. So don't wait for results, go live and see them right now. That's cool. It's probably a little bit more than two tweets, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you off. It's, it's, please let me. It's okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So in terms of the features with BeLive, I mean, I've covered this on a, an earlier show when I was looking at different tools and we did a deep dive into, into BeLive. Although having said that, you have launched uh, a new, what's the word I'm looking for? A new studio. New studio. That's the one. A, a new studio. So what do you, what do you think are the best features of BeLive. What are you most excited about with BeLive? Right. So um, <laughs> it's back to the roots um, because the number one feature still is presenting the comments on screen. Because as, as we were mentioning before, it's providing you the ability to speak with your audience, to represent them as a part of your show, to give them the option to feel they're creating it with us. It's not something that currently is just Ian creating. We, as the audience, commenting on that show, we are seeing our picture on the show, so if we are feeling a part of that, and that's something actually really, really, really important for us as a business owners, as, as video producers. On top of that, I think that the number two for, um, for showing the comments on screen will be our agenda. I don't think that somebody was uh, duplicate the agenda from us yet, or to clone it yet, but the agenda, it's like the part that you're able to plan your show ahead of time, I mean, before you're going live, and to put all your notes Really easy to use. And then once you're going live, even, even, even when you're forgetting some of your topics, even when you have some interactions with the viewers or so, you are able to go back to your agenda to see what you're writing to yourself previously in the show and focus around that. On top of that, you're able to show all those um, notes if you're looking to on screen as a lower cert and so on. It's something really, really powerful that I guess um, every show hosts that looking to level up should use it. Let's not forget, those are the methods that using those days all over the place when it comes to professional TV and so on. So it's, in my opinion, it must have. And just like my two cents here, I see that a lot of the users or a lot of like general users that going live, going live without a reasoning, I would say. But it's not without a reasoning. It's without plan your show in advance understand what is the goal of your show, why you are going live, 
what actually you are looking to gain from that. Don't think that you can waste the time or abuse the time of your community just because you want. Going live without a reasoning, without a specific goal, is just waste of your time and waste of your community time. How you can avoid it? You can avoid it by planning it in the right way. Planning, suggesting great topics and great knowledge to your audience. Without that, nobody will watch you next week. Yeah, that's such an important thing to say. Totally agree with you. There's a responsibility in going live. You know, we're responsibility. Pe- people who are watching your live that, you know, you're you're taking up their time. So you may, you better deliver value. That's that's not to say you, you know, you shouldn't just try it at the beginning and play around with it. But if you're going to be doing this for your business and to market your business, then you need to make sure you plan. And I'm glad you mentioned the agenda part of BeLive because I haven't seen that in I don't think I've seen that in any other tool. It's baked into the studio. Right. Yeah, and you can, you could use a Google Doc, but then you're juggling browsers and tabs and all that kind of stuff, which which wouldn't be good. <laughs> right, and then on top of that, let's uh, let's remember that in the end of the day, like the mission for us as a show host is basically to be aircraft pilots, right? We need to take a look directly to the camera. We need to operate um, all the features, um, showing the comments, removing the comments, what we're speaking, engaging with the audience, adding the guest, asking him the questions, all of that, right? We can assume that we'll forget something. It's it's okay, again, it's okay, we're humans. So don't trust your memory in that case. Yeah. Trust your notes and put everything on screen so you don't need to move your mouse or to change something. And even not changing your eyes, that means that, yeah, the, the main goal here is taking a look directly to the cam and not always, you know, taking a look all over um, the screen once you are live. Um, you're looking to stay concentrated with your viewers. So the two sons here, use the agenda and you will see the great progress that you will have once you're live. Which is great. And of course, yeah, I mean, you can do absolutely everything. You can host, you can produce, you can manage the comments and that's what BeLive is done for. But if you if you don't want to do all of that, one of the great features of BeLive is you can get somebody else to produce the show and you just go on there and and, and that's that's great. And of course, BeLive also allows you to have multiple guests and, and you can even use multiple cameras, webcams, which is really cool. Right. So and mobile. And, and mobile. From, uh, the mobile apps, absolutely. Which is cool. Yeah. We're running out of time, but I just had, I had a couple more questions just to ask you just to, as we finish. So, okay, so we've talked about a lot of the positives, but I'm sure over the over the years, there's been some frustrations that you've had. And I also, so I wanted to ask you quickly about that, but also what do you feel are the missing features for BeLive? What's next for BeLive? So first of all, you know, what are your frustrations and what do you feel are the missing features that you, you're wanting to um, put into BeLive? Um, it's it's a challenging question. I will try to answer the first one about uh, the frustration. And I don't think that it's connected or related um, to the features. In general, there are no so many frustrations once you're like a co-founder or such a successful um, company. Let's, um, let's mention that. The frustration is coming from um, much more once you are seeing somebody that's not so ethic like you are looking to be. Um, and basically, once somebody is stalling your heart. That's something that I'm um, providing us lots of uh, frustration. And I guess I guess it's like the only thing here that I'm creating those kind of um, bad sentiments. Either other than that, there isn't anything that, you know, like doing or actually causing those kind of um, of sentiments. 
So not a lot, not a lot, Ian. Um, we are living the dream. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. So, you know, what, what do you feel are the missing features and what are you wanting? What can't you wait to integrate next? Have you got uh, any, any thoughts on that? Right, 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 right. So, Ian, I will help you um, because the, <laughs> the question, it's not about features. Um, it's not about um, missing features. If I will ask myself every morning what are like um, the missing features in BeLife, I guess that I will be like any other company or any other competitors that we have those days, that basically just trying to add more features, more, 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 more features. But let's agree, yeah, let's agree. And you are here using all the tools, have like the entire experience. Um, you're going from like the most simple to use um, platforms to the most hard to use uh, platforms, like all the variety of the platforms. From your point of view, Ian, after like using all those platforms, what is like, the most missing feature, not specifically for BeLive, but when it comes to like, let's say the small companies or the simple to use platform, what, what is like the number one feature that is missing for you uh, once comparing like the small and the big ones? That's a really good question. I think, I still think it comes back to the simple stuff that some, some, of, the, some of the platforms out there still don't have comments. It's how you engage with your audience. I would say it's that, it's it's putting the comments on the screen uh, and also the ability to bring in guests because some of them, even some of the, the higher end tools don't allow you to bring in guests easily. And I think that's that's the key. So Ian, you're just proving my, uh, my case here um, because, you know, um, we're expecting to hear something about VR, AR, green screen um, and all other stuff. But we can agree the current features that the platforms are supporting those days it's even more than our users are actually needing. And that's something really important to understand. The journey is starting and ending in and with our users. We need to support them. We don't need to build features just in the sake of building those features. Every day, we're asking ourselves how we can make the life of our users much more easier, how we can make those flows much more easiest, how we can make everything much more flawless, how we can, how, 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 but it's not about the features because in my understanding and in my perspective, the current features that we have are absolutely even more than the users actually need. And it's like a syndrome then lot, lot, lot of the times when you are not reaching your goals, you're starting to think, oh, the only things that I'm missing here for getting more viewers is to have a different background. The only things that I'm missing here <laughs> to have like to have a better engagement with my audience is to have the best DSLR in like um, in the market because the quality of the image, that's the reason why people are leaving my show. So guys, I don't want to destroy all your um, all your great uh, sentiments and all your vision, but people are actually much more care about your content and about the knowledge that you are looking to share with them. So my suggestion is to work around like the graphics, showing elements on screen, showing a presentation on screen, sharing your screen. I mean, bringing more knowledge and helping them to eat or to learn from that in the most easiest ways that you can. But back to your question, Ian. I don't think that we are currently missing any feature. Of course, that we will build great features in that year. But when it comes to something that is fundamental and currently really missing, I don't think that we have something like that. 
Well, that's good. Well, if, if you do add to the extra features, of course, we'll announce it on the show. It's not about all the, you know, we can get all geeky and focus on the features and the tools, but ultimately it's about the content and it's engaging with your audience. I'm afraid we're out of time. I've got to pick my son up from school. But if you want to find out more about BeLive, there's a special link if you go to iag.me forward slash BeLive, that's B-E-L-I-V-E, and you can find out more about that. That's probably the best, that, that sends you to the BeLive website. And of course, there's uh, the BeLive community on Facebook, isn't there, as well? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah, and, um, I had a great time with you. Real fun. And I'm expecting to have it in a monthly basis from now. It was like so great um, to, to have you, to have that kind of discussion about our ecosystem, about how we build our platform. So thank you for your time and thank you for having me. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits using Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Wonder